what up? Welcome to another episode of the Intellectual Property Podcast. I am your host, Dallas Alexis. Got my guy D. Will in the building, as always. Yo, what's up, family? And today we got a special guest in the building, DJ Hercules. Oh, man. Yo, pleasure having having me on your platform, man. It's, it's a pleasure being here, man, especially you, my guy. So I had to come through it, and I want to say, uh, you know, God bless you on your new venture, man. This is going to be dope, man. So thank you for having me. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you for blessing us with your presence today, man. That's a fact, though. So, Herc, so I want to start off with, I just want to congratulate you. Yeah, man. I've been uh, definitely peeping your ground over the past couple years. Thank you, bro. I just want to say congratulations. You've been definitely tearing up the the party scene. You've been doing your thing out here. Yeah, man. You know, um, pledge allegiance to the grind, man. You know, um, you you guys guys know me from when, excuse me, you, you guys know me from when, you know, y'all seen the y'all seen the development stages of it, but I think uh, me speaking into existence and actually planning and executing, you know, it it worked out, man. So I, I thank you, man. I thank you, and I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. So so let's just rewind. Let's start from the beginning, man. Shoot, let's, let's let's start off with um the 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 vision and the foundation of of, of like when you wanted to even think about spinning records let's talk about that like when um, did that you know, start it, it started it started when i was when i was um 16 um you know i'm from harlem new york city man and um actually dj ron g was a big influence on you know on what i got going on and um you know he's a big influence of what i got going on and uh, my brother my older brother he had dj equipment um growing up and you know DJ, uh, I'm sorry, VJ Ralph McDaniels and Video Music Box was a big, big influence on me. Um, seeing Jam Master J and um, growing up in Harlem, of course, street from Rucker Park and the rooftop, the DJ back then was a big staple in the music videos. Okay. And it was like almost uncool if you didn't have a DJ in your, in your video. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching uh, Video Music Box and seeing Jam Master J go off and um, rock him. I mean, I'm sorry, Eric B, go off. And I was looking like, yo, my mom's got one in the living room. Mm-hmm. You know, remember, you remember the, the the wooden joint with the TV and the the the, uh, the record player on the top? You lift it up, you lift up the wood panel. Yeah. And I remember, I was like, oh, snap, you can do that with, you can make those noises with that? Yeah. I got one of those and I remember trying it out and I was just like, yo, this is, this is dope. I mean, I got my ass whipped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Scratch up that Marvin Gaye record, but you know, so, um, it was it was it, it, that was the beginning, man. So her, you um you said something that I um I want to actually touch on um a little bit uh, like when we definitely get into uh, more shoot, the, more shoot, of our conversation um, about the cosign from a DJ back in the days was how MC usually got in the game. Is that is that correct? Yeah, man. It sound like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. But the, I don't want to get into it. Okay, okay, okay. Right? I'm, I'm going to hold that. We're going to hold that. Because I want to tie it into. Yeah, let's do it. Let's some, do it. Uh, you let's know, some it. relevant stuff. Some, 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 uh, but you would say that was kind of like the case a little bit back in the day? Yeah, man. It, 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 was, a, it was almost like, it was almost like a, a no-no if you didn't have a DJ. Gotcha. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know. Cool. We're going to touch up on that. Cool. And you mentioned, uh. Uh, Ron G and you mentioned Uptown. Just just tell a little tell the people a little bit about your background, like where you from. Okay, I'm 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 from Polo Ground Projects. Okay. Um, you know, growing up in Harlem in the late eighties, early nineties, um, you know, black power was at its fullest, at its finest. You know, black black owned businesses thrived at that time. Um the streets were 
you know, it it was almost like glorious in the streets. Like you had the you had the the hustler out there doing his thing, and the mixtape was like gold. Like to get your hands on a um on a Ron G tape, a doo wop tape, a SNS tape, a Kick Capri tape, you know, people will offer you money on the streets for those mixtapes, mm-hmm. and I just fell in love with the whole the whole thing, man. And you know, and Harlem. You know, the, everything was, that was the mecca for everything. Okay. You know, um, whether it was illegal or legal, you know, and then um, the Jeeps were big for the, for the, for the boom, for the booming systems. And you would hear these mixtapes. It was like, like I said, if you had a mixtape, it was like gold mm-hmm. in the streets, man. I mean, the Maxwell Slimline was like, <laughs> you know, so that's the era I come from, man. And, um, you know, growing up in the era, I'm so happy because I got to appreciate the craft more. So, you know, like I said, Harlem, New York City, man, is where I'm from. Um, You know, just a young kid growing up appreciating the culture, my brother. Got you. Now, now when we talk about the culture of DJing, Mm -hmm. um, I actually had a chance to catch you um, on your own podcast, on your platform. You were talking about like actually being a craftsman and like you were really getting into like different Mm -hmm. needles and and, and all that stuff. I mean, I remember my parents had a, a... like one of those single, single record players mm-hmm. with the stuff. You know it. Yeah, and like my dad had a crazy record collection, but I never Dope. tried to. You never tried it. I never tried to fuck <laughs> you around. Knew, with you it, you, you know what that would lead to? You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but, I, thought, but I used to play the records, though. Dope. You know Dope. what I'm saying? Dope. Um, Dope. I want to talk about, um, at, at what point did you get your first first piece of DJ equipment? Um, Yo, real talk. I got my first piece of DJ equipment. Um, I saved up. It was uh, I would say summer. I would say summer nineteen ninety four. Okay. Um, I saved up. I bought. Um, I bought a Gemini mixer. Somebody asked me. I'm lying. My brother turned me out to Canal Street, <laughs> and he was like, "Yo, you can get stuff on the low low here." And and I bought my first set of turntables. Not not doing my research because I didn't know the difference between direct belt drive. And direct, like I didn't know the difference. So meaning, like with the belt drive, your turntable when you stopped it, it actually had a drag, like mm-hmm. like it had a drag to it. Yeah. But the Technique twelve hundred was like the staple of of the DJing instrument, and I, you know, I didn't do my research, so I bought any turntable because I wanted just to get to it. I had a Gemini mixer. I had my own. I had one speaker when I started. And uh, it works for me, you know, because at that time, you know, it was for, you know, I didn't think about having a career. I just thought about doing it. Okay. You know, and uh, I got my first equipment and, and I was excited, man. I think I stood up to like three in the morning and my grandmother, man, she shut me down. She was like, yo, listen, you can't be doing that. Not going to happen. <laughs> so, you know, it was, it was dope, man. You know, uh, it, you know, it's been a, it's been it's been a it's been a long journey, man. But like I said, I'm glad I'm here on your show. We're going to get into a lot of stuff for the Definitely. fans today. So like, so like, when you had the vision of being a DJ, now, now maybe you could like kind of break this down for me and like clear some of the stuff up to, for me. Like when you wanna, um, when you have visions of being a DJ, right? Do you do you envision being a particular type of DJ? Do you want to DJ in a club, or do you want to DJ for a rapper on tour, or like do you just want to be kind of like the DJ that's like behind the ill rapper, or like do you want to kind of like be a DJ that just plays records on the radio? I mean like. Or do you just want to do all of that? Like, do you kind of pinpoint it? Well, you know, <clears throat> at, at the time when I 
when I fell in love with the DJ culture, it mm-hmm. wasn't about picking nothing. It was just you putting on for the for the people. And um, you know, of course I never want to box myself in on anything. Okay. I'll take what comes, you know, as far as, you know, I'm the full package. I'm the real deal. <laughs> but um like there was no picking. It was just you putting on for your people and, and the people embraced you. So the opportunities came with that. Like like I said, I learned from, you know, Ron G, Doo-Wop, SNS, Kick Capri. These are these are the, the people that inspired me. And um, they never put themselves in a box. It was just so happened that they were the street's favorite. And now, you know, those guys are doing excellent for themselves. So, you know, DJ Hercules don't box himself in. I, I, I am, I am, I, I plan to be one of the best okay. and one of the greatest to do it. And whether it becomes on TV, whether it becomes on radio, I can do all facets. And there's a reason why I ask you that. Because, like, um, they're, they're very, very, very famous DJs, right? But you kind of know certain DJs for being, for instance, right? DJ Khaled came up, he, he became popular as a radio DJ. But, but Khaled, Khaled actually gets busy, you know, in the clubs as well. But, like, he kind of came to prominence as a, as a radio DJ. Or, like, you think of uh, Eric B., Eric B came to, uh, we know Eric B from being Rakim's DJ. Or we know Flex from DJing on the radio. And then this is going to lead into mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what I really want to talk about. Okay, shoot. Yeah, let's do real, it. Real DJs versus uh, people that play playlists. Yeah, but, but you know what? It, here's the thing. You know, in order to, in order to, um, you know, I, I thank God I was a student of the game first. Absolutely. I thank God I was a student of the game. And, I was able to uh, see and witness everybody I just named. I've been to a Kick a Pre show. I've been to a Ron G. Matter of fact, I'm going to say I was in Ron G's house while he was actually recording his mixtapes. Wow. Um, I've I've witnessed all these DJs do what they do, and it was captivating. And I was just like, okay, this is, you know, like. This thing, what we call what we call the game or whatever the case may be, this is entertainment for people. And people want to be entertained. People want to feel like they are part of something. And, you know, I just, I'd love to put on for the people. When, you know, the DJ, he touches the people. Meaning, like, if I could sit there and I could play a record and I can put you back in a time where you had a great time. So that means I could take you back to the 90s. I can take you back to the 80s, and you can probably remember, yo, I had a good time Absolutely. that night when this song came on. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the greatest things ever. That's because, what music does. Yeah, and you get to see it. That That's the beauty. You in the DJ booth, and you get to see that crowd, and there's some people that even, you catch eye contact with. And they like, yo, thank you for playing that song. Mm-hmm. I had a good, I, that was a great time and era for me. You know, and then you touch people who may be going through something. You understand what I'm saying to you? Mm-hmm. And they like, yo, thanks for playing that song. That helped me get through. You know, so so this is the this is this is the importance of it. And 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 um, the DJ, you know, like even with like being in the, in that era, these DJs never never ever ever thought about like I, I you know Ron G. You know, he never probably thought himself as being a staple. He just did what he do because he loved the culture. Yeah, and um, you know that that that's basically what you know. That's how I feel, man. You know, um, you know, I'm never going to say who's a real DJ and, and who's not. Oh, you, you you can say it though. I mean, you can say it. No, every hey, listen, <laughs> shots fired, bang. Come on, man. But um, you can say it, nah, you know what? Not for nothing, man. You know, 
I, I don't I like because I wanted to lead into what you got going on, man. Mm-hmm. But you know, you got you got you got some imitators out there, man. Let's talk about that. Let's 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 jump right into it. Um, and you know what? I'm never gonna like like knock anybody's grind or knock anybody's hustle, right? But just from being being an observer, yeah. I'll talk about things that I've observed and things mm-hmm. that I've seen. Like what I've noticed, mm-hmm. like uh, there's a trend. Over the past few years, like where um, a lot of celebrities, right? Yeah, I, um, I would say that. That that not just celebrities, just just celebrities and just dudes who aren't real craftsmen, right? Or mm-hmm. like people who aren't uh, how should I say? Well, versed in the craft of DJing, right? Right, right. right. They've they've took on the, the moniker of DJ, yeah, and. And like you'll see like a Solange, you'll see like Snoop, you'll see Erica Badu, you see Paris Hilton, and they're DJing parties right, and they're right, DJing right, like right. these big clubs, and they got the the title of DJ, but then what they're doing is like they're putting a playlist together, and I think they're just pressing right, buttons versus the real DJ. That's what I want to talk to you about, my brother. Well, you know what you 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 know that that's 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 very that's a very interesting topic because I I put a post up of. Paris Hilton, and then I put a post up with Salt and Pepper, you know, just and Paris Hilton never touched the jog wheels, and you know Salt and Pepper. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Spinderella, I'm sorry, she was getting busy, and you know that that that's a very good topic you brought up. Um, you know, my thing is like this: I never knock nobody's hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm never would. You know, I I don't. You know, I'm the type of person I never would hate on nobody to get to where I need to get to. But if we speak in facts, let's do speak facts because that's what I'm about. Um, and, and, and and that's what this podcast is about because, you know, you're always about speaking positivity and speaking facts. Um, you know, I think I don't blame I don't blame the hustler. I blame the game okay. for letting that happen, for letting somebody come in there that doesn't even do it. And make five million, but then you offer somebody that that uh really gets busy five thousand dollars for you know like to come to Las Vegas, you know. Um, I read somewhere Paris Hilton got five million dollars to do a gig in Las Vegas. I'm not hating as a DJ. As a DJ, that's crazy. Now, I remember in my era when you called yourself a DJ, people would step to you at your sh- at whatever set you was at. Mm-hmm. They would step to you, nigga. Nigga would unplug your like they would unplug your stuff. Yeah. If you was faking the fraud, but mm-hmm. it's the time we live in. It's times of change, and like I said, I don't blame the hustler. I blame the game mm-hmm. because you, yeah, they allowed us. And I think you know, like I said, I don't want to go off off a topic, but we talked on our for everybody listening, man. Me and this man are, are good friends. D. Wilfrey, man, he's in the cut. He's a, he's a <laughs> but you got to say something, man. Um. We talked about that as far as exploiting the culture, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that we could never have anything to ourselves, gotcha. even though we are the innovators. Gotcha. Nobody ever took a record and made a sound with it besides us. We made, it's the same thing with, yeah. with Soul Food. Yeah. Nobody wanted Soul Food. Soul Food was the scraps. Nobody wanted college. For the slaves back yeah, in the yeah. day, that was the scraps. And then they found out, hey, this is good food. We want this. Now you got white people traveling to Harlem to get soul food. Absolutely. Um, you know, so it goes back to saying the exploitation of the culture, man. We um, you know, but the game, it's like, you know, you got people that will and you got people that won't sell out. Let me ask you a question. When you say uh the game allowed it, right? So when you say the game, that's like when you hear 
um, they, like, we're like, yo, yo, they said, like, who's this mysterious they? Mm-hmm. So, like, when you say the game, right? So, um, the game allowed it. So, who, who would be the gatekeepers well, to to say who in the game would step up and be like, yeah, nah. Well, that that's the thing. Like, that's the thing. You know, every you know, even it go it drips. Even it drips down to politics. Even though I'm not into politics, it drips down to that. Like, people are bored out. So it's like. Picture somebody telling me a, a guy behind a desk with with a suit that's never been in my world mm-hmm. what sounds good and what doesn't or why you're not good or why you're why you are good. Yeah. He doesn't know the culture. If I'm telling him about video music box, he doesn't know about grabbing the pliers at three thirty and and changing the bottom of UHV TV, UV TV. Or putting a hanger. You don't know about that. You don't know about that black yeah. and white TV and then it's rolling up and down and you had to, thank God I had four brothers because one had to hold the antenna. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the type of things. So, you know, these are the people controlling these things. So, you got a white dude or, you know, and I don't mean to play the race card, but you got somebody who does not know where we come from in the culture. Like, we may... We made lemonade out of lemons. Mm-hmm. So that's what hip hop did. Now you want to come in, and that, now that you see, it's like let me tell you something. It's like crack, right? You know, and I'm gonna kick some real facts here because you know it got it has to be said. Crack was put in the neighborhoods to destroy people. Let's keep it a hundred, mm-hmm. right? But when they seen, oh snap, these people are making money off of this, and it, and it's bad. It's negative. I never like to glorify none of that. That is not my aim. That is not, but it, it it propels to everything we do. You know, the culture we invented this. We are the creators. Who would ever think the mastermind? And you know, salute to you know to to, to um Grandmaster Flash, um you cool know Herc. the cool Herc. The, the, these are the fathers and the founders who mm-hmm. who were able to take this and said we can make a sound out of this. Mm-hmm. We can take our people and put a block party together and nobody gets hurt and we are actually taking these and making instruments out of these things. Absolutely. And I mean, it's the best thing ever since sliced bread, man. But <laughs> Now, when you say the game, this is what I think about, right? Like, the game allowed it. When I think of the game, I think about the most influential people in the business Yeah, allowed it. Like, if you're influential and you got a voice and you see something happening, you could shut it down by by you speaking up saying that's not what it is i don't promote that i don't i don't subscribe to that and i don't and you know what i'm saying i think that's what you mean like the gatekeepers are yeah. the most influential people yeah. in the business yeah. like if they speak out and say yo we're not rocking with that y'all shouldn't rock with that that's not right that's not the game right there yeah but then you got but then, then it changes you, the game yeah but then you got but then you have those those selective few that hey i could dangle a bentley in front of this guy I could dangle a platinum chain in front of this guy. He's gonna sell his soul. He's gonna sell his soul for that. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So they know what it is. They know they, you know, the whole target is poverty. You gotta think about it. Let me ask you a question, and, and this is your platform, but it's okay. it's good to always go and ex- I always believe in exchanging verbatim. Absolutely. Um look at look at the look at the not for nothing, what kind of people you think that these these higher ups in the game sign, they never sign. You ever seen some them sign somebody with money, legit? No, I was a drug dealer before I got on. I was in the hood broke before I got on. They know what they doing. 
They know what they're doing. They'll go and snatch up a 16-year-old kid that his mom's on crack and his uh his his background is just horrible and he has no choice but death or jail. So I could dangle five hundred thousand dollars on over your head and you're gonna take that. And you're gonna take that. You're gonna take this is the exploitation of the culture. And I don't wanna bail off the topic, but this is what it is, man. So, you know, us as a as a as a unit and what we what we stand for you know, we got we have to we have to anytime we get to put the culture at its at its finest, purest form, why not? And and I thank you for the platform to do it. Mm-hmm. But you know what it is, you know, thank you. Thank you, man, for uh, you know, blessing us with your presence and, and definitely coming through and, and, and you know, sharing your time with us. But this is what it is though, man. Like it's it's a it's a pro and a con with everything, right? Yeah. It's a gift and a curse with this business, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, um, like if you're a a a very influential person in the business, right? Yeah. You a gatekeeper, you a tastemaker, you like one of the top dogs, right? right? And you see something, and this is a conversation that I want to also have with you about yeah, shoot. about music shoot. as well. Let's do it. And this kind of leads into it. Sometimes you don't want to speak out because what happens is you got to where you got to because of relationships. You probably got to where you got to because of the machine. Yeah. Relationships that you've made yeah. with labels, yeah. brands, corporate America. So so now imagine you saying, yo, um, Samsung, why you giving or, or or Nike, whoever's paying Paris $5 million, imagine you speaking out against her and that brand. You might be messing up a relationship. Well, you know and what? I think dudes are scared of that. Well, you know what? And, and that's, a, that's a very important thing you said. Um, you know, absolutely, man. Who doesn't want to jump in bed and do business with these with these top five companies, these high brand companies. But what they gotta what they fail to realize is that, you know, you can jump into bed with business with them at chill terms because we're not going to them. They coming to us. Mm-hmm. They going to get us. They know that they know that the, 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 the highest consumers that that are buying things are us. We put our money behind our product even if even if it costs people to go broke, people will still do it. Yeah. So your black people ain't broke, B. Nah, I'll tell you this now. By, by a long shot. Yeah, when you spend two or three trillion dollars a year, we're not broke as a people. No. B. That's no. a myth. We got money. Yes. We just don't we just ain't funneling it the, in, in the right way. Yeah, into the right place. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not yeah. Being we got recycled. money. Black people got money. And and that's the thing, like, you know, like that that that's another thing, like, you know, and, and um I feel like, you know, and, and we all guilty of it. You know, we put, mm-hmm. we, we all guilty. We have guilty pleasures. Mm-hmm. You know, who don't love the nice rollies? Who don't love a nice chain? Who don't love a nice car? But, you know, it's it's it's, it's definitely time for people to start smartening up, man. And, and, and like I said, you know, we need them just as much as they need us. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for them to put a DJ on a commercial, that's that's important. You need that because... You wanna, you wanna, you your product. You want your product to reach the masses. Absolutely. You know, and uh, let me ask you a question. Herb. Sure, sure. Um, and talk about pushing products. I think, I think Khaled is killing the game right now. Oh man, killing the Khaled, killing man. the game. I, I love Khaled. And um, love and his think energy. Think about Khaled, right? Like I, I kind of, um, I kind of did some research on Khaled um, a while back. He's official, right? Meaning that. Um, he really, he really started from the bottom. He, mm-hmm. he is a craftsman, right? Yes. Like what we're seeing with DJ Khaled right now was probably maybe 15, 20 years of grind. And we're seeing him as this big, big commercial figure, but he put the work in. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? You know something? I, I love I love Khaled's vibe. I love Khaled's energy. And um, I'm, shit, I'm hoping one day we, we we could definitely touch bases and work together. Um, he's dope, man. I mean, you know, God's blessed. He, 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 it, it, it spills all over him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he put the work in, too. Yeah, yeah. He put a lot of work in. And, um, you know, it, it, Khaled, you know, he, he's a, he's a definitely the epitome of what I'm talking about. We, we're not going to them. We're bringing them to us. Mm-hmm. You know, Snapchat knocked on that man's door. Uh, um, 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 almond milk knocked on that man's door. You understand what I'm saying to you? Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it my way. Weight Watchers too, I think. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> he wasn't. He yeah, has, of course, Weight Watchers. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, or Jenny Craig it, and it's just that energy. Yeah. And he's definitely um, representing, and he's keeping the DJ alive. Absolutely. Let me ask you a question. Um, do, do you think, and this goes back to how we started off the interview yes, with the um with the DJ co-sign, right? Do you think where we at right now, um in in in, in current time when it comes to hip hop, when it comes to music, um, does an artist still need a DJ co-sign, or is that time of getting a uh being an artist and having a DJ part of part of your your mix a part of your group a thing anymore, or is it like is that something that's non-existent in your opinion? Um, I think I think uh, I think some artists have lost their way, but you better find it. You better <laughs> find it because you're gonna need that sofrito in your life, baby. You better you better find so you it still because need the you oh man, you, hey, listen, I ain't speaking for every DJ. I'm speaking for me. You need this energy, baby. This is this is this is. <laughs> This is this is this is craftsmanship at its finest. You want you want a guy like me in your video, and I wish, you know, I wish I wish the the people can get an actual. I want to give you a visual of what it is you're getting. I am the one. I am the best. I am. I'm, I'm, I stand to be one of the best, and and I will prove it, work wise, man. And 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 yes, the rapper needs this. Got you. And you know, you rappers out there holler, man. I'll tell you this. Put some tasty on the table. I might holler. I'll tell you this. I think. I think. To some extent, an artist still needs a DJ cosign because the DJs still play the records on the radio. I think, I think all the way to extent. You know why? Because we touch the people, we touch the masses. While the rapper is creating everything, yeah, the club, we yeah. I, listen. You know, not for nothing. Anybody who tells you, whether it be a rapper or a DJ, who hasn't st- studied people's blueprint, is a liar. I study people. I'm I'm a student of the game. Mm -hmm. I study even Khaled. I study his ways. I study his blueprint and how he moves. And you got to make yourself an entity. I'm saying, and this is what I've done. This is what I've done. I've I've made DJ Hercules a staple entity, and I'm going to bring the people to me. I'm not looking for nobody. I'm doing what DJ Hercules do, and I'm bringing the people to me because I am the best. Let's talk about uh, some. Let's talk about your first gig. Yes, sir. Your first paying oh, gig, like snap. when? Let's go back to your first wow. ever paying gig. Wow. First time you, let, let's go to your first paying gig and the first time you really rocked a big crowd. Wow, you know what? Uh, it was a lady in my building, in my grandmother's building. Man, she used to, uh, she used to let me DJ the Halloween. She threw a, a, a annual Halloween party for, uh, for everybody, all the kids in the building, mm-hmm. and um. I would always bring my equipment down there, and, and it was non-paid, but it was my. I got the respect of my peers, mm-hmm. and uh, that was that was like the, the highlight of the block. Mm-hmm. 
And I got the respect to my peers, and they were like, "Yo, you should, you should do a mix, you should do a tape." And back then, you know, you could record on an actual tape. You could record it right there, mm-hmm. and I would give the tapes out to my people, and they would love it, like, you know. And my first paying joint, I had this uh, party for this young lady in my building. I don't even know if she still lives there. Her name was her name was Shaquana, and um, it was my first paid gig. And I'm gonna be honest with you, the day before I had went to Skate Key. Okay. And I watch SNS. Yo, he <laughs> broke. Yeah, man. Shout out to SNS. Matter of fact, shout out to young SNS. Junior he hit me up on Instagram. He got some music coming. He's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, SNS finished tearing it down, man. And I, I think I, 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 his energy rubbed off on me. Okay. And I went to that party, and and I, and actually, Money Cash Holes just came out. Yeah, that record in the club, B. Woo, woo. crazy. That boom, boom. Yo, boom, turn the lights boom, down. Turn the lights down. Boom, right? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Boom, boom. That's yo. Swiss, right? That's Swiss, right? Ooh, yo, that, this, is, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is when. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, my God. Boom, boom. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, like my it. God. And uh, this, you know, like when that record, yo, I went to Rock and Soul. You know, everybody, all my real DJs, they know Rock and Soul. You go to the record. And I got the joint white labeled. They used to sell, they used to sell bootleg records. Mm hmm. Like it was the quality was a little off, but you had the exclusive, and it was white labeled. Everybody, wait, 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 wait. Stop. yeah, yeah, Hold yeah, on. yeah. See, I'm giving them tips. <laughs> Hold on, they have I'm bootleg. Giving, I'm giving them secrets out. Bootleg my records, four, y'all. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. No exploitation. So, uh-huh. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> What's so up, when man? you say bootleg records, you mean bootleg vinyl? Yes. All right, what? like Chinese people. Is, people, people who were people who were. <laughs> in that DJ era who know what I'm talking about and you're going to get a lot of hit ups about this alright cool they were white labeled that means there was no label on it mm-hmm. and it would be a, and I don't mean to exploit rock and soul but they had them and you had to play it and know what's on there okay and, like, you, and you asked the guy Yo, you got that new uh, money cash host from Jay-Z Yo, we got it white labeled and it wasn't as clear as the actual record but you had it yeah and I mean I must have dropped this I played this song like you I, couldn't tell if you played in the club. I mean, you can't tell. If it was no, you couldn't tell. I could, could tell, tell yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in tune. Yeah, you're a DJ. But the people couldn't tell. All they cared about was having a good time. And when I dropped that record, yeah. man, it was that and the Benjamins. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Come on, man. Yo. Yo, see, I got, I got a spark <laughs> out of D. I got, I got a spark out of D. Will for you. D. Will, talk to me, man. No, I want to hear your voice. Let me ask you a question, D. Let me ask you a question. I want you to think back. To the to, to the hundreds and the thousands of parties you've been to in your life, tell me tell me a, 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 a instance where you heard the Benjamin and it killed the party like like you've never seen it before. Well, I participated in multiple parties like that where down at Morgan <laughs> right? at the tunnel. But the craziest tunnel, shout yeah, out to the tunnel. The craziest situation, craziest situation with the Benjamins was when I went to the uh, the No Way No Way Out tour. Nice, okay. and they performed it. Obviously, Big wasn't there, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it was a little bit of an emotional overtone because you know it was like the first big concert since Big Pass. And it was nice. like the whole Bad Boy team. Where was it at? Was at it? the Garden, baby. Garden, okay. Yeah, Locks came on and they closed out the whole show with that. Yo, the place went banana, bananas. Ain't the right word. Chaos, what chaos ensued. Whatever you want to call it, you know what I'm saying. But the shit shut. Excuse my language. The place was rocking. The ceiling almost fell. You know what I mean. The marquee was rocking. It was, yeah. It was. In, it was like. It was. It was magic. It gotcha. was magic. Okay. Okay. So no way out tour. 
at the Garden. Benjamin's uh, turned the place into a zoo. Hey, listen, I'm gonna tell you Not like sure. this, right? I was in, I was in a skate key that night, mm-hmm. and SNS made an announcement, and I swear to God, if he listens to this podcast, which I'm gonna try to get it to him. He made an announcement before mm-hmm. he played the record. He said, listen, the last time I played this record, some people got scratched. Some people hurt their legs. <laughs> it was some some broken limbs. And, but he said, I'm going to play And he dropped the record. Yeah. And, and and by the way, a lot of people don't understand there were two, there were two versions of the Benjamins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was the original Locks. Without Biggie and Kim. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And a lot of people don't. Really. Yes. That's the remix. Rocking for Joe Denims with Go Zippers. Yeah. Like that, that particular. Yes, man. And yeah. uh, yo, mm-hmm. that joint dropped in. When SNS dropped that in Skate Key, I think that changed the game. That changed the. And I went to the, that next party and that I, that energy rubbed off on me, man. So I, that was it, man. Let me man. ask you a question. Shoot. What record do you play right now? New record. New record. New record. What record do you play right now? That's a new, new, newer record, like maybe, maybe about a year old. Uh-huh. I'll give you a year. Uh-huh. Year and a half tops. That kind of gives you that that type of vibe, or shuts the party down every time. You know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I love the new stuff, man. I, you know, some of the stuff I really don't appreciate, but it's. I'm just being honest. I can't. I can't sugarcoat we'll it. We'll I can't sugarcoat it. But we'll get you, won't. Um, you know, I, I still like as a DJ, and I, I'm speaking from a DJ's perspective, not a consumer's perspective. Mm-hmm. I haven't found that record yet, man. There's no new record that like nothing from Drake, nothing from Migos, nothing from Cole, nothing from Kendrick. Nothing from a uh, 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 Nipsey. All, all I mean, these guys, no. All these listen. All those now. guys you just mentioned, though, new uh, records though. I'm talking about new. All these guys you mentioned are great, and you know they have records that shake the town up. But not from Takashi Six Nine. But I haven't found no. But I haven't. But, but I haven't found. Nobody. I haven't found. I haven't found that record. And okay. and maybe it's it's me because maybe I I hold a different standard because I just named two records that shut everything down. Gotcha. So maybe I I compare the standards too too much. I maybe I do that too much, but I haven't found that record. But all those guys you named are great. Shout out to Casanova, he's a good he's a good people of mine. Shout out to him. Shout out to you know everybody doing their thing, man. So let's do this. I'm not putting no year restriction on it. Oh, you tell man. me a record over the years of DJing. Yes. It could be one, it could be two records. You tell me the records that when you play it, hands down, no matter where you play it at, yes. what age group, where we're at, no matter where in the city, in or out of town, when you play this record, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's tearing the spot down. You I, got a, I got a record. I got a record that I call the Icebreaker record. Okay. And it's my personal little thing. And, you know, people will never believe it, man. Like, but not for nothing frankly Beverly and Maze man before I let go I'm being honest with you <laughs> like okay. I'm just being honest with you like you can go yo I've been in a party where two people didn't even get along boom 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 man you dropped that boom, boom. no no before you get to that yo yes yeah I have to I like that one and I'm just you know and, and I want to be I want to be very 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 so that's clear. one record that's one that's one I want to be very clear on this yeah. like my inspiration you know I, I can't my mom's my mom's I'm Puerto Rican my mom's would play salsa mm-hmm. and R&B tunes I was inspired by R&B music period but, and that's before DJing before anything 
I was inspired by I was inspired by R&B music Marvin Gaye's TP you know what I'm saying and I say TP I say TP I say TP because my old school people know what TP means absolutely yeah. um, Tito Puente no <laughs> yeah. that, was, that, was that was a good one though <laughs> that was good that was good that was about Teddy Pendergrass <laughs> man um, you know Hector all these are the things I played in my house and you know I had the musical house so like R&B I mean like yo Okay, here's the thing, right? In 2017, you can you can play a record. First of all, there's no R and B is no more, right? Have we agree to that? Um, I say I say com- commercial wise, R and B has taken a backseat. No, R and B still exists. I'm talking about all right, a ballad. I feel you. Where like you don't hear that no more. You don't hear "I Love You, Baby." Come back to me no more. You hear "Bust It Open." Yeah. This is what you like. I grew up in that era of. People know it's so funny, right? <laughs> real quick, let's get off the topic real quick, right? Shoot. All talk about on topic, right? When you talk about old school R&B music, right? I love it. They used to insinuate having sex, right? But like the new stuff is just like, yo. It's straight to the business. Yeah. But that's the thing. That's a, that's a thing, D. So like, good. yo, Dallas, that's a thing, so man. They don't, even, like, they don't even leave any room for... Like the new stuff doesn't even leave any room for like imagination. But, they just go right into but, it. But that's the thing. Like that's the thing. Like you know, I I can't I can't get with that. Like my thing is like you know, I still believe in giving a woman flowers. I still believe in pulling out a chair. Mm-hmm. I don't know about lay a, 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 a lay a, a, my jacket over the puddle before <laughs> you walk through. I don't know about that. Them jackets is expensive. Expensive. Like, but I'm just saying, man. You know, like. I grew up in that time and I and I appreciate the Marvin like I still got the greatest of Marvin in my truck mm-hmm. and um I appreciate the instrumentality and, and, and the craftsmanship of those records. Like I love to hear a violin. I love to hear a piano actually be a piano. I like yo, to bring it up to speed, did y'all see Nas live with the yeah. with the with the orchestra? Yeah, that's dope. History in the making, man. That was dope. And a lot of people didn't appreciate that. I appreciate it. I, the instrumentation. Both did it too, right? With Rizzo without, right? Then he do something. Like I think that. it's a band. A band and an orchestra is two different things. Absolutely. That man had an orchestra. Yeah. Uh, that means, I mean, I, man, listen, you know, those records that they made back in the day, it, it can't compare to what making now. And I'm not trying to. Okay. But you asked me about the record that I I feel that is an icebreaker and. Gets the crowd going. It don't matter who race, color, creed. Once you play that Frankie record? Beverly and Maze, man. Once you drop that I'll that them you. horns, right. it's a different it's a different type of vibe, man. You know Give me a hip hop record. Give me a hip hop record. Hip hop. Same thing. Your go to hip hop record where you know when you play it, it's a rap. Uh, I'm gonna keep it honest with you, man. You know, not for nothing, man. Um, Hove hold the title, man. Any whole record, right? Hope hold the title, man. Okay. You know, any of them, them great old Rockefeller records. And I'm talking about, I'm not talking about Jay's, I'm talking Rockefeller. Records, yeah. And you know, all the rock. You know, like, you drop, you drop, get to get him, who had it, she said you blow a lot. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's still going to cook. PSA, right? Oh, yeah, man, you PSA, drop. Man. Allow me to reintroduce my, absolutely. you know, like. I'm going to tell you some of the records over the years that I, uh, I've been in spots that I mean that like literally started fights. That, <laughs> Yo, you you didn't even ask me that. I'm go. I could go there, but go ahead. I'm glad you went into that segue. 
I've been in spots where like like protect your neck, ante up. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo. Um, Can I share a story with you? Um, who shot you? Yo. I'm talking about like dudes just start dump like you don't even know the dude. You just turn around and snuff him like Yo. Just, like as soon as the record come on. And it's okay, right? <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna tell you okay I'm gonna tell y'all a story. I was in a tunnel one night and I was on I you know, I was on my way and I think the radio was blasting Nori. What, 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 what? Yeah. And I mean, it was that night. It was the first night he dropped the record. We went to the tunnel. Yo, I think like 30 niggas got stabbed. (laughs) 50 niggas got cut. (laughs) Primal injuries for females. (laughs) Yo, that record? What, 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 what? You know, like not for nothing, man. Like, do you guys, like, you remember the day and era where the celebrities were reachable? Meaning, like, you didn't have to spend four hundred dollars to go to the Barclays Center. You could spend twenty dollars getting a tunnel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and your favorite artist was right there, Absolutely. maybe at the bar next to you having a drink. Yeah, and that shows the times, the signs of the time, man. And I'm glad I was able to experience the golden era. I got another record for you. Shoot, Tio Why. Whoa, I'm gonna be honest. I, lo- I love Nori in his entirety. Yo, in the tunnel? I think Nori is 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 a special kind of dude. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he never left his element. You know, and mm-hmm. even though he know how dangerous it was, yeah. yo, that dude brought out the. I, I mean, his records. It, those these are Thomas records, man. And I just, I just, I don't want to seem like I'm stuck because I love all the new age stuff. By mm-hmm. the way, I love it. Like what Drake is doing, what Khaled is doing, what um, you know, what Casanova is doing. Mm-hmm. Dope records, but it's not that can replace them. Errors, you know what's man. crazy about Nori? Nori, Nori actually is is partially responsible for for Pharrell's yo you right uh, uh the uh, Neptunes started, he put them on the map I mean because they did a lot of his early stuff yes yes you know yes 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 and yeah. um these are the records that like you said man you know it caused listen when you cause a whole culture it's like Jay-Z saying all right take off the jersey and putting up put a button down on mm-hmm. it's like somebody saying hey Go cut a nigga and you do it. Yeah. You know you got something. He's an influencer. And 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 and, and that's that's culture. Mm-hmm. That's culture. That is and, it, and I'm not glorifying negativity, but that's culture. But you know what that also is too. I, I think the DJ has that power too. Because yes. the DJ you think DJs are still uh first of all, the DJ has the power to make or break a star, right? And the DJ has a the power to to push and influence culture. That's it. Like that's you just said. I mean, I mean, do you think DJs are still breaking breaking artists? No, I think I think what happened with with you know because once again it, it, it's the politics. Okay. D, D, DJs, DJ, a lot of DJs play politics, and I'm not mad at nothing, man. Listen, I'm not bitter about nothing because I'm I've created my own success. Um, but and I'm not downplaying nobody, but I think a lot of DJs that fell victim to politics, man, they don't they don't want to. They don't want to, the game, like, in order for the game to move forward, you have to be able to let somebody in the doors. Mm-hmm. There's, there is a next great Jay-Z out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying voice-wise or emulation-wise. I'm saying there's somebody with that talent out there. Yeah. There's a next Biggie Smalls out there. There's a next Big Pun out there. There's a next Nas out there. But if the culture stays stagnant, we'll never find out. Get these new artists. New artists hit me up all the time. Hey, play my record. Okay. If the record's hot, go play it. We're going to play it. 
I'm saying, and and and, and I feel that's my duty to the culture. Mm-hmm. Play these new artists' records and 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 actually get them, give them my opportunity to feel like, oh snap, my record may not be. You don't need record. You don't need the the radio to make sure to, to know if your radio your record is popping. The DJ play. I played it in front of people. People liked it, and that's what you need. This is what you need. So, tell me, tell me some um, some new artists, ground level artists, artists that are coming oh, up right now man. that you're playing right now. Oh or that's man, I'm playing. I'm playing. Um, I'm playing Corporal K, Ralph Amato's Revenge. It's dope record. You playing that in the club? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh I'm playing my man Flip record. He he got a record. It's crazy. Um, you know, not for nothing, I get so many DMs, I get so many emails in my inbox, and I can't get to everybody. And not for nothing, everybody ain't hot. Everybody I wanna hot. put that out there. Everybody ain't hot. You know, so many rappers out there, everybody ain't hot. But it's a couple of, yo, it's, it, like I said, man, Rafa Models Revenge, you got Flip, man. Um, you got, um, who else? You got uh, another artist by the name of um, Smart. Okay. Dope. New York City artist? You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Shout out to Far Rock, um, Corporate K. Um, shout out to Flip, Brooklyn. I mean, these are all these are all artists that they, they, they really put in that work. Okay. And, uh, I mean... You know, the, I, I play the record because I be, I know this is what New York City needs to to bring that flavor You're back. To break an artist, absolutely. And okay. I think and and I think that's what the DJ's job. Okay. Don't lose focus because we got now the DJ is more like a, a entity, a business entity. Mm-hmm. Khaled has shown that. Khaled has proven that you can be the ultimate spec, spectrum on the entertainment scale as a DJ. As a marketing brand, everything. Because I studied it. I seen what Khaled do mm-hmm. and I patent certain things. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the DJ Hercules Cup. Go get one. Um, but this is what it is, man. What do you think about um, EDM DJs? Listen, I ain't mad at nothing. I think, okay. you know, not for nothing, that's house music sped up, but it's all it good. Is. It is. It's all good. It is. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. Um, you know, yeah. if you just take Follow Me and put it on 75 dB, it's going to be EDM. I mean, because those are, those are the highest paid DJs in the game right now. I'm not now. mad at it. You know what I'm saying? If you if you uh, stand in front of a million people and, um, you know, you... <laughs> I guess I don't want to downplay nobody, but... You know, if everybody's on ecstasy and <laughs> Molly. and you and you put your hand up in the sky and you you got some fucking noise playing, man. And everybody choose to bounce and you're getting two million. Why not? Okay. I'll do it. You know, listen, I mean, but man. Then you had like the pioneers of the game, like a Frankie Knuckles or or certain guys that don't that created the whole club music vibe and like they've never gotten the chance to you know to get to that point and make the money that the EDM is making but we know where the EDM came from but they go they go to culture ex- exploitation again once again you mm-hmm. know like you know they're going to take it and they're going to make it their own you know what gotcha. I'm saying and as long as we stand strong on what we do mm-hmm. them guys will always be recognized no matter what like i just sat here and named all the DJs that were great in my era and i'm i'm still going to keep their name going because these are the guys who paved the way so as long as you stand firm in the culture you know, like, don't lose your way because somebody tossed you two, three million to, yo, I'm, I'm standing in front of, I can press buttons. No, still cook up. Still mm-hmm. put your hand on those jog wheels and feel the steel and, 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 and cut, cut a record. Make, like, DJing is personal. Like, I touch the people. And I think, like, other DJs, like with the EDM DJs, 
you know, it's all good to press a button. And if you got, you know, technology has has, has moving forward. Because they're all just pushing buttons. Technology is moving forward. I'm not mad that they made it easier. No problem. <laughs> just like, okay, let me ask you a question. Okay. You, how many DJs you think it would be now? Mm-hmm. And I asked somebody on the live. Shout out to my man, the 718 Experiment. Um, would there still be as many DJs if DJs had to carry crates in 2017? No. I think what it would be, it would still be left up to the real craftsmen, like the real DJs. It'll still be, you know. I know a nigga who go to it. Left authentic. I know a nigga who go to his DJ gig and Gucci and Louis. You think you want to touch some crates of records and scratch his shit up? It was laptop. No laptop. Let's just say you had to carry crates of records. There was no laptop in 2017. How many DJs would there be? Now, I remember going to my parties carrying 12 crates of records. By the time you get in there, you're tired. Your back is fucking hurting. And you, you still got to get the strength to turn up. How many DJs would there be right now? And I got to, to, I got to about twenty crates of records where my grandmother couldn't even walk in the room. She had to step around my crates of records. Think about it. How many DJs would there be now? Crates of records. That shit was heavy. How many DJs would there and you be? You had to go buy it. How many DJs would there be? No man. There's no downloading. There's no nothing. You had to spend that money on those records. And this is what I mean by the craftsmanship. Like, as long as we keep these people's name alive, that's why I mentioned these guys in the interview. That's why I'm never too jaded to say, oh, fuck these guys. You know what I'm saying? Because these are the guys that paved the way. And it's the same thing with EDM. If you sitting there and you have an interview, mention these guys that paved the way. You know what I'm saying? Because all you did was speed up a track and then call it what you, call it what you felt like it was your own. Mm-hmm. There's the exploitation. We make it, they take it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We Absolutely. make it, they take it. And, it's up to us to keep it alive. It's up to us to say, hey, like, it don't cost me nothing to say uh, Udranji or Doo-Wop or SNS and Kickapri in my interview. Mm-hmm. It don't cost me nothing because I'm still DJ Hercules when I leave here. That's that, um, that's that uh, uh, cultural appropriation versus cultural. Shout out to that episode. Spoiler. Shout out to that episode. You know? Everybody listen to that episode. You're going to get a lot out of it. Definitely. Uh, appropriation versus yeah. appreciation. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. What you playing in the clubs right now? Oh, man. Stuff? Um, I'm playing. I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing that Drake, Cardi B, Cardi B. Okay, Cardi, Cardi B's out. moving. Um, the Migos are moving. Okay, Migos are moving. Um, Future. Um, uh, not for nothing. Um, my kids. You know, shout out to my kids, man. They put me on to this, this new wave of music, man, and, and it's pretty cool, man. Like you know, like a boogie. Don Q, Don Q, Dave East. Don Q is dope. Dave East is You know dope. what I'm saying? I like I like these guys, man. You know, they 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 really, you know, nothing stays the same. Mm-hmm. And you know, the the the, the you know, they just taking what we what we've got, and I don't want to date myself. They just taking what we doing and they and, and, and they've put it in their own perspective and it's cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I I love to hear a young guy get into it. You know what I'm saying? Like A Boogie, Don Q, a lot of these guys from the BX and um you know, they doing it. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. young guys doing it, man. And, and salute to the whole new culture, man. Casanova, um, um, Uncle Murder, um, everybody, man. Salute. Because, you know, so the culture has to move forward. Okay. Um, Do I agree with everything? No. Do I agree with everything? No. I don't agree with certain things. You know, everything now is more of a fad. Gang banging is a fad. That ain't mm-hmm. no fad. Mm-hmm. That ain't nothing that we you take for for a game. It's real niggas losing their life for that shit. Um, so do I agree with everything? No, but hey, you know, like 
You getting out a dollar, you feeding your family, be blessed and take that and run with it, man. Don't get don't get caught up into the street violence and getting caught up in thinking that this gangster shit is real because it ain't. If you're able to feed your family and you have a... It's somebody out there that believes in you. Absolutely. And ain't nothing wrong with that, man. But I feel like... I also feel like you have a responsibility to represent it right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, you should be held to that standard. Mm-hmm. You should be held to that. Like, you know... Like I said, man, there's people out, like you know, there's people out there really losing their lives for certain things. So when you when you out there playing and you shucking and jiving, man, you know somebody's gonna come and test that. You know what I'm saying? And you got to answer. Um, you know, I'm guilty of not listening to certain stuff that's mumble or they quote unquote mumble rap. Um, and some of it is garbage. You know, you got to be honest. Mm-hmm. A lot not, of it is. Not everybody can rap me. Let's just, let's just keep it 100, man. I, I'm a DJ. I get the music. Not everybody can rap, man. Like, some niggas need to get a job. Like, mm-hmm. real talk. And I'm just being honest, man. But, um, like I said, man, you got, when you have somebody who's behind a desk that doesn't know what the music's supposed to sound like, even if it's new school or old school, what do you expect, man? Mm-hmm. What do you expect? And like this is the thing too, like uh I hate the term like the terminology hater, right? If you're um if you're giving a creative criticism on something and um and you're kinda like giving creative criticism uh-huh. and, and and it's a solid critique of something, there's no way of being a hater around that. And I think Nowadays, like as long as you don't like something, oh, you a hater, oh, you old head. No, because nah, because nah, 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 nah. but you know it's, why? It's, because it's, it's the, not what it is. No, because it's, the, it's the, not good. The, the newer generation now doesn't like they don't like criticism. They're sensitive. They don't like to be told what and what's not good. They don't want to, and it's not dissing them. It's just saying, hey, tweak that, tweak that, say this like this. I remember, you know, I remember being in the studio and 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 people actually getting able to critique and say hey say this like this or try this or yo don't don't say that because that's not it's not that's not that's not cool mm-hmm. you know like it, it has to be it has to be a line drawn in the sand where people you got to listen to honest criticism and i think that's the problem another problem with the you know with the new generation now they don't they don't want nothing because they feel like, oh, you old school, oh, this is that. No, we know what the music's supposed to sound like. And like I said, man, the people, there's some people going there. And you know, another thing that, 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 that's the problem is drugs, man. It's drugs, man. You know what I mean? Molly and, and lean. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> come on. Come on, man. Like, you got to listen, man. You know, smoke weed, drink liquor. Like that's okay, yeah. yo. You, I be feeling like an old school nigga sometimes when I, yo. I just want to drink. That's what I want. I don't like, smoke. Yo, you drinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a nigga look at you like yeah, your nigga. Yo. What a pot? That's it. You not putting nothing in there. Yeah. <laughs> no medicine. No yeah. syrup. Yo, that, that's because yo. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like a lot of things, like people feel that's old school. It's not. It's it's just it's just it's what it is. Like damn, be like okay. I wanna. I want a, a regular drink. I'm cool. Matter of fact, don't even mix my shit. You don't, you don't want no Sprite turn up? No, I don't want none of that. I'm cool. I'm cool. Yo, yo, take a take a hit of the, take a hit of the, take a hit of the Chiba. You know what I'm saying? You're like, no, you, yo, put this purple shit in there. Like, come on, man. Like, let me ask you a question. <laughs> How do you feel about uh, when you're in a club doing your thing, you're in the zone, 
you got your records lined up in your head that you already know you. I know like, where you going. You got the records like you play four going. or five in a row, and then somebody comes up to you, either tap you on the shoulder or they screaming. I hate that. Hey, can you play? I hate How do you that. Feel about that. I hate Requests that. in a club. I hate that. I hate it. This is not. This is not an iPod. Mm-hmm. This is a DJ. We so will, that goes back to we talk about the playlist. We will get to we will get to your song. <laughs> Listen, a DJ's job is to entertain, and a DJ, you, you know, you have to be in tune with the people. Meaning, like, I go out sometime just to study, like, not even have a good time. I go out just to study what's going on in the atmosphere, what's going on in the environment, what are people vibing to, what are people shaking to, what are the ladies moving their big old asses to. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to know. This is my homework. This is my duty to know. You know what I'm saying? And I might hear a DJ play it, but he ain't playing like I'm going to play it. He ain't going to blast it off like I'm going to blast it off. So if you got 20 girls shaking their ass, I'm going to have 50 girls shaking their ass. That's my duty. Okay. So I think, you know, you just got to pay attention. Pay, do your homework, man. Okay. Do your homework. And there's a lot of DJs now that I know that, you know, some are good. Some are need to get <laughs> packing jobs at supermarkets. What are, what are some of the records that are, um, that they're requesting in the club right now? Like, like, like Everybody loves a trap. Everybody's everybody on the trap record? Yeah, everybody loves a trap. Everybody loves a trap. Any Any particular record? I mean, Cardi is hitting, man. Cardi is hitting. Cardi is hitting. She she she's uh she's tapping into that that young girl coming up in the hoods, man, mm-hmm. and you know having to strip and you know and having to do certain things for money and to get they shine on, man. You know, and um, I mean it's sad, but you know, hey, you know, like as a market, she's doing her thing, man, and and and. You know, Cardi got it, man. I'm gonna tell you why I think Cardi B resonates. I'm gonna tell you why I like Cardi. She has B. a beautiful personality, by the way. Mm-hmm, I agree. A great personality, but but like, I think we all know a Cardi B, like a straight Dominican, and, 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 and that's why I said you can check from her, like with that personality, hustling like that, and grinding to get to the accent. top. Yeah, I love that. Like, she, like she reminds me of like, like, like girls that I really know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then you know, not you know for nothing, saying? everybody, like everybody has a friend as a Cardi B. Absolutely. You got that one girl that will stomp anything out for you. <laughs> Real talk. And yeah. you, ain't, you ain't boner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I tell her my age. I use bone. My fault. Um, she the homie. Yeah. yeah. Everybody have ha- has had that or has that. Like you got a friend that just doesn't want She knows you handsome, mm-hmm. but she doesn't want to do you. She just got your back. Yeah. And that's what Cardi B represents, man. She, she, you know, she has it. And, you know, I applaud her, man. She's winning. And, and congratulations, kudos, man! You're taking your family out the hood. You're able to do nice things, and man, that's dope. Absolutely. So, I mean, like with a lot of the new stuff, again, like you said, a lot of it is a lot of it is garbage, but a lot of it is good. Like I like some of the new stuff, dope. Um, and not not because like a lot of these guys are the best lyricists. I like a lot of stuff because it's it's really really well produced and the beats are crazy. Yeah, but you got to take yourself, like even with me, sometimes I, I find myself doing it and I've learned not to do it, not to compare it to what I came up on mm-hmm. and just give it a shot. And I think a lot of people now, they do that. They'll compare it. Now you can't compare a Migos record to a Wu-Tang record. Absolutely not. You you know, it's two different type of things. But if you stay stuck in that era and you say, well, that don't sound like cream, you're going to lose. You're going you're mm-hmm. to miss out. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, I want the culture to elevate forward. And like I said, I'm not going to say in front. 
a lot of it is garbage, man. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just being honest. But then you have those breakthrough moments where you say, hey, they got something. These mm-hmm. little, they got something, man. I'm with it. You know? You know what it is? I don't think, I mean, well, for me, it's not even, I don't want to hear a new Wu-Tang or a new Nas. I don't want to hear a new Jay. But what I do want, I want to hear like some new stuff that has the execution and the commitment and the level of, of, of craftsmanship and excellence that those guys had. Right. Well, and I think that's what that's what a lot of this new music is missing. Like the beats are hot, but I think the craftsmanship is lazy. Like dudes just get on a record and just it that it, it Well you gotta it, understand that 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 you know goes that goes back to what I was saying as far as as far as the drugs, as far as the, the you know But it's the game too. The game yeah, allows it. Like yeah, absolutely. But then but then but then again too, like where's your where's your like Where's your people that's going to tell you and say, hey, you know, like, you could do better on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are the things, man. You know, it, 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 it's it's an entity of things. You know, it's some people that point out one thing. It's an entity of things. I'm going to say what I think it is. Too, Shoot. No, I'm, I'm saying it's an, entity, it's an entity of things. Like, mm-hmm. between the drugs, having 20, 50 niggas in the studio that won't tell you, hey, that don't sound hot. Mm-hmm. Because if you tell them that, you're not on the payroll anymore. Yeah. So, you know... You know, the 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 younger generation now and producing records, like how many people you know like will bring a OG into the studio with them and say, Hey, just just hang out in the studio session and tell me what you think about this. It's just certain things they're not gonna allow. You know, you know what I'm saying? And like that's my point. I think like the whole the whole structure on how hip hop was built has broken down, right? Because I think and it starts with the record labels. Like, the whole record label breakdown is different, right? Like yeah. With the A&R department. Like, let's say you take a, a artist. Yeah. You sign them today. Yeah. You wasn't putting them out until at least two years down the line. Yeah. And, like, until you knew that artist was ready. So, like, now what we're getting is we're getting, like, an artist will come out. Their first mixtape is what was back in the days equivalent to a, a demo. Yeah. Like, back in the days, an artist would give you a demo. And you'd work with the artists over a period of a years, like probably get them in the studio with like real producers. Yeah. Let's develop and let's cultivate this dude until we feel he's ready and we'll put him out. Nowadays, I think there is no more record label structure. There is no structure, period. It's, it's, it's a no hose ball. So like, so like little young dudes that feel like they're ready, you might have a little bit of talent. They'll just go put their music together and put out a mixtape, but that first mixtape is should, should be their demo, right? Because they haven't really been Right. Been through any kind of cultivation process and they just put the music out. Yeah. And then so so that's why we that's why it sounds trash. So it doesn't sound yeah. like it's ready because these yeah. are like there was no cultivation process. Absolutely, anymore. absolutely. You know what I'm so they just you. coming out. I agree with you, man. You know I agree with you. By the by the way, I forgot to mention another artist that's that's really high innocent. It's a guy innocent, man. He's he's crazy with it. Okay. Exile, another one. Like he's heard on, Exile. Heard yeah, Exile. man. Exile. He's on he's on my mixtape, the cosign two on that piff. Download that. He's oh, dope. that's out? Yeah, that's out, man. Get Talk that. about that. Talk about that. Oh man, the cosign. Shout out to Validated Magazine, man. Um I did I, I hosted the cosign two. It's on that piff. Um Exile, extremely talented, man. This guy, he he's phenomenal. Um lyrically, I think I think he's very combative. A lot of people can't touch him. You know what I'm saying? Um, him. The project is 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 a dope product. Is 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 a dope project. Um, you got you're gonna get all kind of facets of hip hop on it. This 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 the cosine two is pure 
pure music, pure bars, pure. It, I wanted to attach my name to something that was great, and this is a great project. It was so great that we did it again. We got the Cosine Three coming. I'm saying, stay tuned. Innocent, crazy. Okay, and you're hosting um, the Cosine Three. Cosine Two is a is a mixtape with yes. a lot of up and coming artists on it. Yes, all up and coming. Okay, but dope, like pure fire. You can listen to this project from beginning to end. And it will not it will not let you down. Okay, and where can and people uh, find that? Go on that piff. You go on that piff. You can go on validatedmagazine.com. and um, you can check it on. You can check it out on YouTube. Anything, man. It's all it's all on the platforms, man. All on the platforms. Okay, so what I want to do is I want to take a quick break, and I want to get into our next segment, which is uh, from the OG's perspective. Yes, sir. Back, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the OG's perspective, yeah, yeah. We got DJ Hercules in the building. What up? What up? What up? What up? We got my guy D Will. Yo, what's good? And I am your host, Dallas Alexis. D Will, you good, brother? I'm always good. You know that. Yeah, y'all don't understand. D Will is the reason for New York Underground Kings. If y'all don't know what that is, go check that out. Definitely, New York Underground Kings. Always dope. Um, so what's up? This week's topic from OG's perspective. Dope. I want to talk about Serato mm-hmm. versus turntables. Nice, right up my alley. And um, I had a chance to kick it with a with a young OG, um, who says uh, he prefers Serato. Serato is his thing. He he can't see a a, a, a world without DJ without Serato. Um, but yourself, so I kind of want to get into uh, what you feel. Um is more like what's more your thing and what you feel is 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 more practical right now well in, well in using well i think i think i think i can't downplay one versus the other because everything has its pros and cons okay um it's like it's like the 4.0 and the 4.6 you still got a range rover but you're saving money on the 4.0 you might not have the features but you still got a range rover so it's the same thing you know you got turntables, you know, versus being, okay, like turntables don't work for a mobile DJ. Turntables do not work for a mobile DJ. Shit's is heavy. You know what I'm saying? So that's where the controller comes into play. You know, you're able to move around, unplug, move. Um, Serato uh, allows you to have two million songs in a laptop and able to move versus Think about how many crates of records that would be if you had two million records. How many crates of records? How long that would take? So I think the the advancements of the technology has done a service. Okay. But now, I, now here's the con. It's nothing that can compare to the element of the vinyl, the scratch, the actual accuracy, the sound, mm-hmm. the crispiness. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I can play two cuts for you. I can play one on a controller, and I can play one on a on, on, on a Technique twelve hundred, and you would you would hear the difference. The average party goer doesn't know the difference because he's either inebriated or he's not paying attention to the sound. He just fucking play the music. Mm-hmm. So these are the pros and cons. Like you know, it's not one better than the other. Okay, it's just to what your preference is. Now me. I come from the era of Technique twelve hundreds. I miss that pure sound of vinyl cutting and the when you put the needle to the record, you hear the 
I miss that. That is, that is, I love it. Mm-hmm. I miss having to scrape off your needles and dust and you buy, it's, 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 it's a good feeling. <laughs> but then the pros and cons is, damn, I, I do like two gigs in one night. I got to move these Technique 1200s around. It's just you got to move the records. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing. It's a pros and, it's pro and con. It's to, to each his own. Now, if you're stable and you're a mo, and you're, you just got one spot to play in and you choose to play on Technique 1200s, Hey, no problem. I think Serato is an injustice. It's a gift and a curse. Okay. You know what I um, also noticed too. I think which is um, which is a pro pro for Serato, which is a con for uh twelve hundreds and, and records and crates. Uh, venues are a little bit like hip hop venues as far as hip hop clubs. They're a little bit smaller. Where you gonna put all? <laughs> where you gonna put all those records at? I've been to That's some of thing. your your uh your, um. Mm-hmm. Your events and like DJ Booth is. I don't see nowhere where you're gonna put records at. Micro. Right? So I think it kind of yeah. works in this yeah. new yeah. age of DJ, yeah. like where ain't no way to put them records at. Yeah, and, 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 and that's the thing, man. You know, like technology evolves and life evolves, man. You gotta get with the times and you gotta adjust, man. You gotta make adjustments. And um, I love the controller. I love the controller. I, you know, I use it. I have a, a DDJ Pioneer SX2. Love it, love what it. What about the DJs that say, you know what, man? Forget all that, man. Y'all dudes don't know how to scratch. Y'all don't know how to mix. Y'all never, y'all don't even know what a vinyl look like. Y'all, like y'all not a real DJ. You know that 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 doesn't make any sense to me because you can't you can't judge anybody's. Everybody does. Everybody has a different type of way of approaching their craft. Mm-hmm. Nobody approaches the craft the same way, or else everybody sound the same. So. Okay, for example, in the club, people don't want to hear none of that scratching and turn behind you. They don't care about that. <laughs> about that. Like, Why not? Why not, sir? Because it just it, people <laughs> want to have a good time. I feel Play you. the record. I feel you. you know what I'm saying? And, you know, there's a time and place for that. Right. This is not scratch off battle 2001. You want to hear your record, let it play, go in, play the records. Then you have a time and place for when you could turn behind your back and spin you can you got a place for that so did you see did you see that dj battle where it was swiss beats versus just Blaze? yes i did and it was they was doing all that like they was playing records they was still scratching and you know and, and, and that's the thing like that that's the element is that's a raw element and um you know i liked it man it's a time and place for everything I thought it was dope. it's a time and place for everything mm-hmm. they was in their studio and they did what they did i'm you know like you're not you're not gonna be and tricks at a party it's not gonna happen because you're an advocate for, for the Serato I'm an advocate for it all man okay. I, you know like I'm not I'm not stuck you know what I mean I'm not stuck oh man I come from the vinyl era I'm an advocate for Serato it's a new wave it's a new it's a new era you know now I'm not an advocate for the trash people who use it like it's some people out there that you know put it down it's not for you everybody can't do the same thing everybody can't rap everybody can't DJ Everybody can't be the president of the United States, as we know, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? What about some people that say, you know what, the Serato is allowing anybody to DJ? God bless you. M- master your craft. And it's not fair. No. To, to DJs that have mastered their craft, that's, you know, that learned the game, DJing mm-hmm. on 1200s, or the DJs that still run around with nah, records and don't, crazy. don't be bitter. Don't be bitter. Okay. Let that young man find the hallway. You know what I'm saying? If he's not good at, at what he does, somebody's going to tell him. What are some of the pros and cons of Serato? 
pros and cons, man, is that, okay, the pros is that now a button does everything for you. You know what I'm I mean, I'm sorry, the, the pro, the cons is that a button does everything for you. The pros is that it's easier to manage. Okay. You know, back then we had to take the record off, put the needle on, put the record back in the sleeve, get to the record. Like, you know, it it, it, it saves a lot of time. You know what I mean? And then for those who like the, that young man DJing, he wants to DJ. He picks up his Serato, picks up a laptop. He's able to afford a controller. I'm not mad at that. Work on your craft, man, and you can be the best. Don't I don't downplay nobody. I don't care what it is. Now, if you whack, you whack. You should face that. Mm-hmm. You should look yourself in the mirror and say, I don't think this is for me. Got you. I'll tell you this. But that's nobody's standpoint of view to tell you. You know what I mean? Follow your dreams, man. I'll tell you this. I remember I remember being in a club back in the days, whatever club it was back yep. in the days. And um and even selective clubs now, like where you might see a DJ. That's still playing records. I remember watching the DJ do exactly what you said. Like he throw a record on, take it off, pass it back, pass it back, put it put it in sleep. Yeah. To me, that was yeah. that was a work of art right there. Yeah. And the funny thing about that, you would never hear the record skip. Yeah. He'd take the record off, pass it back to his man, or sometimes yeah. if he didn't have a guy working yeah. with him, like he would do it himself, pick yeah. it up, take it off the sleeve, put it. Yeah. And he ain't never miss a beat. Like the record ain't never skipped. The mix yeah. was yeah. Yeah. the mix was still precise. I'm like, yo, that's that's craftsmanship. Yeah. That's him working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what I will and say I, is that what I will say is that what I will say is the DJs that from the era, from the era, and that study the era. This is nothing. Serato is nothing to manage. That's light. Light work. Light work. Like I could I could sit there and put a controller and I can I could drop a drop. I can play a record and do everything at the same time and you be mm-hmm. like, oh snap. He only like you know what I'm saying? So it's like you know it's you know teachers like? man. That's like that's like that's like that's like Michael Jordan playing in this era of basketball, right? Like where where there's no hand checking, mm-hmm. no hard fouls. Yeah. You can't even look at a player. He be dropping 50 a night because when he played, it was harder, right? Like, you could hand check. You could, f- like, there was really no flipping yeah, fouls. Yeah, like, yeah, It was different, man. So, like, now the game is kind of wide open. Like, there is no. Yeah, you know and, and, and that's the thing, man. You know, like, what I would say to everybody, man, you, you want to DJ. You want to get into it. Any any craft, anything you do, learn, man. Learn your crafts. Do some homework, man. Don't. It ain't going to cost you nothing. It ain't going to do your research, man. And now it's even easier because when we had to do research, we had to study somebody, follow somebody around, or go in Encyclopedia Britannica. Real talk. I don't know about that. But you want to do, do your research. It's easy. It's a handheld. Watch some YouTube videos of the classics and study. Study your craft, man, and, and come out. And whether it be rapping, DJing, nobody, nobody should tell you what you can and can't do. But as long as you study and you and you you do you pick up certain things, you know you can do it. I don't never shoot nobody down, never. Gotcha. Never. It's not. It's not. It's not. It ain't right, and it, it's not. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't improving humanity. Human human society goes on. There's somebody that's gonna be sitting in your seat talking on the same podcast. He's gonna do a different podcast. Somebody wants to do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. What you gonna tell him? No. You know what I'm saying? What you gonna tell them? No, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's our duty to promote positivity. You want a DJ? Go buy your Serato. Study Serato. 
You want to you want to buy a controller? Study your controller, and 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 go on YouTube and look up a video of Kicker Pre cooking up. Look up a video of Doo Wop cooking up. Look up a video of Ron G cooking up, and then apply it. Got it. Apply it. And that's what I say. I mean, I just want to um, I just want to close by saying this. I totally agree with you. And it's about studying your craft and studying, studying the industry and studying the thing that you want to do. Yes. Um, and I think I think modern technology is always good. Yes. Um, so I want to say there's pros and cons in both. There's pros and cons in Serato's pros and cons in in the, um, the turntable. Yes, it is. But I think it's all about learning, and understanding your craft, but also not how should I say it? Not um, not abusing technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not right? not make not, not don't let technology make you lazy. And that's what I want to iterate. Mm-hmm. I'm making it lazy. And I also want to say, um, thank you, man. Yo, for, man, for this this out. this was this was dope, man. It was an experience, man. And this topic was was wonderful, man. And I'm hoping that everybody gets to learn from this episode, man. And um, take it and, and go and do do your homework, man. Um, thank you, man, having me, man. This is dope. I, I congratulate you on your on you and you and D Will, man. Y'all doing your thing, man. And, and and anytime you want me to come back up, I, I sure will, man. Appreciate it. Just tell the people where they could uh, where they could reach at. Um, tell them like your social media handle. And no doubt, man. You can reach me at DJ Hercules seven eight seven on Instagram and Twitter. And um, like I said, man, you know I'm, I'm in these streets, man. So your nearest club, drop the flyers, man. Come out, show support. And like I said, man, congratulations, D. Um, D. Will, you Dallas, man. You guys are doing something great up here. And anytime you need me to come back, I will. There you go. Okay, so we're going to sign out. Yo, thank you for having me, man. Appreciate it. Elect- Intellectual Property Podcast. Dope. Envision it, create it, share it, and most likely make sure you're getting paid for it. Whoa. We out.